You are listening to Living for the Cinema with Jeff Gershon. I am a cinema enthusiast of all genres, here to discuss with you one film every episode. The good, the bad, and the ugly of what makes each film unique. And just as a warning, these films might be in theaters now, or they may be from 10, 20, 30 years ago. But regardless, there's a strong possibility that I will be revealing spoilers. I might give away the plot or the ending in this review, so just be warned. Desperado, which came out in 1995 and was directed by Robert Rodriguez. It stars Antonio Banderas, Salma Hayek, Joaquim Dalmida, Cheech Marin, Carlos Gomez, Carlos Gallardo, Tito Lariva, Quentin Tarantino, Danny Trejo, and Steve Buscemi. The genre would be modern western. And in he walked. You saw his face? His face? No. I mean, every step he took towards the light, just when you thought his face was about to be revealed, it wasn't. It was as if the lights dimmed. Just for him. They called him a loner. I know who you are. Really? You killed drug dealers. They killed the woman I loved. You ruined my life. They called him a miss. You've heard stories of that man that carries a guitar case full of weapons. Find him and kill him. I hope you don't think you can take someone like Ucho all by yourself. Really? They made the mistake of calling his bluff. Is there something in the guitar case? My guitar? No. It's time to face the music. Let's play. It's cool, I say. Cool. Desperado. Everything about this film is just pure joy. Even though it does get quite bloody at times. From that stirring opening monologue by Steve Buscemi in the bar to a climax featuring one character reloading his guitar case-shaped machine guns by simply pulling each one up by the handle. Still not sure how he's aiming, but no matter. It just never stops nor slows down for pure exposition. Director Robert Rodriguez just keeps the plot moving forward while throwing several different diversions at you to keep you interested. And those diversions include a genuine star-making performance by the smoldering Antonio Banderas, and boy, does he smolder, as a mysterious drifter, ex-mariachi, called the mariachi, wandering around a Mexican town with his trusty bat utility belt, disguised as a guitar case, of course. He's seeking revenge for the death of his love and a shot to the hand, which ended his guitar-playing days. What is it? It's a guitar. We all heard stories of a guitar case full of guns. <laughs> no. Just had to make sure. It's him! What, what, what? Yes, it's me. It's me. I'm not against you guys, so keep it down. Just keep it down. Hey. I'm just looking for a man who calls Matargo. Not yet. He's intimidating at times, but also comically in over his head at others. He kills tons of goons working through gunshots and acrobatics, and yet we see him getting brutalized throughout as well. Fortunately, the would-be doctor slash bookstore owner named Carolina, who saves him and nurses him back to health, 
is played by Salma Hayek in one of her earliest roles. Hayek is not only jaw-droppingly gorgeous in this, but quite funny and endearing as a nice foil for Banderas' character. Isn't there a hospital? Trust me, you don't want to go to a hospital here. Nobody hires musicians around here. I use it to pick up girls. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, come on! Oops. You see this? Yeah, I see this. That one had your name on it. You don't even know my name. That's right. I don't know your name. Oh, you it's, it's the least I can do for you after saving my life. Painkillers. <sighs> Hot water. They make a very handsome couple. Their scenes together are not only the most entertaining in the film, but their interactions bring with them the minimal amount of depth. We learn just enough about their backstories, at least enough to care. And it never slows down the action. There are no shortage of inventively directed action sequences. In bars where apparently no one can hit their target, even at close range, in bookstores, and even in the middle of a crowded street where we get to see Danny Trejo's mysterious assassin almost successfully take out an entire crew of heavily armed goons inside a bulletproof limousine. Mind you, he's only armed with knives, but he has a lot of them. Trejo leaves his mark with limited screen time, but the main villain does not disappoint either. And that would be Bucho, played with loads of exasperated humor by 90s mainstay Joaquin de Almeida. He's also fun to watch as much of the narrative is told through his perspective. Hello? Hello! Shit! What's the number to the phone in my car? Hey, fuckheads! What's the number to the phone in my car? Number? It's in your car, boss. Basically, he spends much of his screen time scolding his large posse of thugs for their incompetence, and it never gets old. And you can appreciate how frustrated he is. This mariachi should have been dead from the get-go, given how often he finds himself surrounded by so many other armed individuals in close proximity. But they just keep missing him. Clearly, the action is meant to be somewhat over the top, and it still really works. Desperado clocks in at just over 100 minutes, and not a minute is wasted. That brings us to the categories. The first category would be the best needle drop. This is the best song cue or piece of score used throughout the runtime of the film. Seeing as the main character is himself, a mariachi strutting around with a guitar case, you would have to assume that we would at least be treated to some great guitar music. And you would be right. The opening title sequence actually serves as a prologue as we see our protagonist during his glory days performing in front of a packed audience at a nightclub. Yes, it's actually Bundaris himself singing, and he's got a pretty good voice. The backup band behind him is the legendary California rock band Los Lobos. They also wrote the song which we hear during this sequence, along with performing the score for the rest of the movie. 
Los Lobos. Wow, it's hard to imagine, but these guys have been doing this for almost 50 years now, as they first started performing back in 1973. Of course, a lot of folks, myself included, first noticed the band in the late 80s when they performed a memorable cover of the 1950s pop hit La Bamba for the biopic of the same name about Richie Valens. Just one of the great diegetic needle drops at the time. But back to the opening of Desperado. It's really quite the kick-ass sequence as we see Banderas not only energetically crooning, but even tapping on his guitar at one point to provide some percussion. And dude looks great, too. Wearing a tight black suit, sporting boots with spurs, no less. One highlight is that in the middle of performing the song, we actually see him calmly walking across the bar, which has a giant guitar-shaped light behind it, as he sees a damsel in distress being threatened by some goon with a knife. Well, our hero just isn't having that, as he slightly bends down and knocks out the goon cold with the edge of his guitar. Boom. Great hero moment. The song is called Canción del Mariachi, and it's just such a fun way to kick off this shindig. Me gusta tocar guitarra, me gusta cantar el sol. Mariachi me acompaña cuando canto mi canción. Me gusta tomar mis copas, aguardientes lo mejor. También el tequila blanco con su sal le da sabor. Ay, 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 mi amor. Ay, mi morena de mi corazón. Ay, 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 mi amor. Ay, mi morena de mi corazón. And now the category of wasted talent. This is the most underutilized talent involved with the film. Long Island's own Steve Buscemi has always been one of my favorite character actors, going back to his truly impressive run of memorable performances in several indie films in the first half of the 1990s, including Reservoir Dogs, King of New York, Miller's Crossing, Living in Oblivion, and of course, previous episode, Fargo. And yes, he has a doozy of a monologue early in the movie as he basically serves as a preemptive hype man for Banderas' mariachi assassin. Buscemi's character, who's also friends with the mariachi, walks into a bar with Cheech Marin playing the barkeep and proceeds to lay out a story for all nearby to hear about a mysterious figure carrying around a guitar case filled with firearms who has been visiting local bars on the hunt for Bucho and has been killing everyone in his path. Needless to say, it's pretty good hype. That's what it was. Bucho. Well, whatever he said, pissed off the bartender plenty. Oh, and some of those unsavory characters I was telling you about? Not class acts like these boys here, but real scum? They got pissed too. Started pulling guns and knives and what have you, starting some shit. Now the stranger, he bolts out of the bar stool like you wouldn't believe. He grabs his case and he dives right in the middle of the room with it. Just dives right in now. I don't know what he does on that floor, but he's up in two shakes, his suitcase is wide open, and he's pulled God knows what out of it, but it's the biggest hand cannon I've ever fucking seen. Well, let's just say that barely halfway through, Buscemi's character leaves the movie. I guess to set up the stakes and or ramp up the threat that our hero is up against? Well, fine, I get it. I'm just saying I would have welcomed more Buscemi, especially since there was at least one sequel on the way. 
And that brings me to the trailer moment, the scene or moment that best describes this movie. Among the several impressive action sequences featured in this movie, my personal favorite occurs more than halfway through as the Mariachi and Carolina are trying to escape a hail of gunfire from Bucho's goons. We find both of them on a nearby rooftop with folks shooting at them from below and also heading their way on the roof. They're trapped, or so it seems. First, Carolina takes off her heels and jumps onto a nearby rooftop below as the Mariachi then throws his guitar gun case over there as well. And what happens next? Well, describing it just doesn't really do it justice, but I'll try. We basically get to see Banderas defy physics as he's able to successfully jump backwards from roof to roof while shooting at the enemy with a gun in each hand. And of course, he lands safely rolling off his back. Sure, they had parkour back in the 90s, right? And now the final category, and that would be the MVP. This is the person or people who are most responsible for the success of this film. The rise of Robert Rodriguez as a brash young filmmaker from Austin who came out of nowhere in the early 90s, it's already become legend. He had to raise the $7,000 needed to produce his first feature, the celebrated El Mariachi, that's what it was called. He actually sold his body for science to get it financed. No joke. El Mariachi came out in 92 and is a hell of a good time. It received a lot of worldwide acclaim. Which brings us to Desperado a couple years later. Desperado was his first big studio movie, though it was still reasonably priced at around $7 million. It was originally going to be a larger-scaled remake of El Mariachi, but kind of morphed over time into a pseudo-sequel. Either way you look at it, though, this movie was an impressive step forward. Banderas was already becoming a name, but this was his first American-starring vehicle. It ended up being a genuine breakout movie for Hayek as well. And really, from top to bottom, you have a strong cast backed up by a strong crew really delivering a top-flight genre film on par with films coming out at this time, which were actually 10 times more expensive. Just as an example, Banderas also co-starred with Sly Stallone just two months later in the big-budget action movie Assassins, directed by Richard Donner of Lethal Weapon fame, no less. That film cost more than $50 million dollars, and was not nearly as entertaining, plus it actually made just about the same money as Desperado, no less. This film is a minor miracle for just how good it is, considering the lack of resources that were involved. Hell, I am still blown away that Rodriguez apparently had only two stuntmen, only two, working on this alongside no second unit director. He was on his own. For delivering the most bang for the buck, Robert Rodriguez is the MVP. Back together again, eh? Yeah. Let's play. My rating for Desperado would be four and a half stars out of five. Even amidst a crop of big budget actioners starring the likes of Arnold, Will Smith, Nicolas Cage at the time, this remains one of the best action films of the 1990s. And if you're looking to watch Desperado, it's currently streaming on HBO Max. And that ends another mellifluous review. Please like, subscribe, and share the Living for the Cinema podcast, and follow and like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Letterboxd. And join us next time for another review from Living for the Cinema. Living for the Cinema.